The Ryan and Russ Show is brought to you by Vision Homes. If you're looking to build a home in North Central West Virginia, visit askvisionhomes.com. Vision Homes, building you a house you're proud to call home. And don't forget to subscribe to The Ryan and Russ Show, but don't take our word for it. Take Coach Neelan's. Hi, this is Coach Don Neelan, and you're watching The Ryan and Russ Show. Please subscribe. We welcome you into another edition of the Ryan and Russ Show, your source for West Virginia sports. Our preseason basketball series continues. Part two, we welcome on co assistant coach for the basketball team, newly uh, had hugs last year uh, with Josh again this year. DeMar Johnson, we're so excited to have you on. Thanks for coming on, coach. I appreciate you guys having me. DJ, what's going on, man? Hey, just update us on what you got going on in the preseason, your first full off season. Obviously you joined midway through the year last year. How's this off season been with a full preseason so far? Um, it's, it's been a little challenging, you know, trying to, trying to put together the team. So late having, having injuries and, you know, just, just trying to get guys caught up with what we're trying to do and trying to learn how we want to do things, you know, as a new staff and, and trying to figure out what's best for this roster that we have. So, you know, we we've got our work cut out for us, but I think it's been I think it's been really good. You know, the guys have been getting after it for a while now. How is playing um, for Huggins? Right, you played for him at Cincinnati, um, and then kind of being part of the staff that's still in place here with Josh. How has that helped you um, be in the position you're in now as assistant coach here at West Virginia? Uh, it helped helped a lot by playing for Hugs, and I guess I feel like always being. You know, you know, keeping in contact with him, him always being like a father figure for me and being a good person and him knowing that I've been grinding for years, um, you know, after, after my playing career. I think that that's really what will help them, you know, get me the call to, to, to come on the staff because he had a lot of other players. I'm sure would have loved to get that call. Mm hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, so, Damar, I always hear this and just from my time working for Hugs is. Everybody that when you leave hugs, you're set up for success after. And I thought that was completely true. I thought when I got my first job, I was I was set up for success because he makes you accountable and he he expects great things and you're ready for your next challenge. You being the sixth pick in the draft uh, in, in the year 2000, how did playing for hugs prepare you for that NBA that everybody wants to get to? I mean, everybody right. thinks that they're going to the league. I mean, and then reality sets in that there's only 60 draft picks. But how did playing for Hugs at Cincinnati prepare you for that next level, um, playing with all those elite guys? Yeah, well, what it does is, it's when you, especially when you're a guy like me, and I never, I never felt like I got too big headed or anything like that. But being a top player in high school and everybody, you know, kissing your butt, and then you get to a guy who, <laughs> who doesn't kiss your butt at all. He lets you know how bad you are every day <laughs> when, when everybody else is telling you how good you are. Yeah. He let you know how bad you are, how, how how soft and how skinny, and you know he, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know that, and it, it makes you tougher, you know, because you every because in the next level nobody's gonna be you know kissing your butt either, because everybody gonna want your spot, and you got to be tough, and you got to be, you know, willing to to take coaching. 
Yeah. And something obviously, and we've talked about actually a talking point we can talk about with every coach um, this week as we interview them is transitioning from being a player to being a coach, right? You want to take those things that you learned as a player, be a player's coach, being able to relate to them. But there's also kind of a shift in your mindset too, where you have to maybe leave behind more of, you know, every play, it's like life or death, whereas now you're kind of coaching for a whole game. Talked about kind of being able to transition your mind from a player's mind to a coach's mind and a little bit of that process and how you can take that into being um, successful here at West Virginia. Good question. I mean, that, that's that been something for me that's kind of slowly happening because I still feel it, I guess, because I'm physically able to still play in my mind. I, I still feel like I'm a player and I want to go out there and, you know, and, and and I try to, when I do my workouts, I, sh- I physically show them what I want them to do. And, and, and I still feel like I'm in the game a little bit, you know, and I still kind of treat, treat a lot of them like, Little, little brothers, you know, more so than, you know, like the dad figure that a coach usually is and always getting on him and always, you know, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not that guy yet. I'm not the guy that's always getting on you. I'm, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to keep it real with you and, and let you know, listen, you got to do this, this, that. If you don't want to do it, that's on you, but, you know, some, somebody else going to want to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm not the, the mean guy yet. <laughs> not yet it, it may come one day Demar. but uh <laughs> maybe, let, maybe. Let, let me ask you this man so you you touch on your cincinnati days obviously hugs heck of a run here at west virginia built this place into what's was a top top 15 program during his mm-hmm. 15 years as the head man here how do you guys the new staff but not really the new staff of everybody is a hugs guy at some point on that staff build off what's already been established here over the last 15 years and previously the 20 plus years at Cincinnati that you were a part of. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I know, well, I guess everybody, we all got to take what we've learned from hugs. You know, what I've learned from my journeys, I've played before Hall of Fame coaches. Um, I've played with many Hall of Fame players and day and everybody had their journey. You know, Ruoff has been many places overseas and he's played for many coaches. And you got to try to I try to take, you know, all the all the good stuff I learned from from everybody and try to incorporate it in in, in you know, how I do things. And, you know, some of the stuff that I didn't necessarily agree with with some of these guys, you know, I, I leave that behind. What should this team know about Josh Eiler and who he is as a coach? Um, Josh has been around, been around this this program for so long, um, longer than than all of us. Um, so he he was there with hugs every day. So Josh, he he has a different approach than the hugs. It's like the opposite approach yeah. that the hugs has. Um, but but he's no pushover at the same time, you know. And 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 we and he's still he's still kind of figuring it out you know what i'm saying we don't we, we, we don't know exactly you know because like you say right now he's he's cool but who knows how he's going to be if he lose the two games he might turn <laughs> into hugs you know so we, we, all, we all still learning we all still learning you know how josh is going to be as a coach right now you know he's just you know doing a lot of teaching you know trying to you know implement things that we want to do do with the program and and you know nobody has only guys that really that really yells at him is is probably Dan Ruoff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. So so Demar, let, let's talk a little bit about Friday's exhibition game. Um, 
I, I like you said, you guys are learning. You guys have a lot of moving parts. Unfortunately, a cook goes down. Um, what, what what can you guys take away from? I'm sure you guys will watch that whole film on Saturday um, and and are finding ways to get better so that you're ready for the opener next week against Missouri State. What are some of the things that you took out of that exhibition game against a quality Atlantic Ten opponent? Right. Well, you know, we, we got to be ready for pressure. Got to be ready for ball pressure. Um, and we got to box out. You know, we can't we can't give up. I forgot how many offensive rebounds that we gave up. It wasn't good. Um, got to box out. We got to be ready for pressure. But we, we, we learned that we we won a game that we could have lost. That, you know, that, that team was beating us for a while. And then the cook goes down. And it was such a scary moment. The guys could have took that moment and – and, and not not wanted to play or head head could have not been in the game thinking about their brother, and you know we did the opposite. We we turned it around and and, and won a game. Yeah, and it's obviously we don't need to know anything personal going on with the cook or his timeline. Obviously, the concern right now is his health, making sure that he's good to go. Sounds yeah. like he's stable. Those updates were great. You know, mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers are obviously with him, and we just hope he can recover and. We'll worry about playing basketball when we worry about playing basketball. But I do think this speaks into, you know, even when you came to West Virginia from the start this whole year, it's just kind of been adversity after adversity, a lot of a lot going on um, in this program. And I think there's something about that, uh, DJ, when there's just so much off the court, just craziness going on that when you actually get to the point where, hey, we just got to play basketball, there's something that's that's relieving in that where as a lot of teams will go through the season and the basketball is their hardest part for these guys it seems like it's the easiest part and then you brought it up and a game of cook goes down and there's adversity in the game but these guys figured out a way even in a charity exhibition game to pull it all together with jesse edwards being in foul trouble there there were a lot of factors in that game but they figured out a way to win can you kind of talk about how mentally tough this team is and their ability just to come overcome almost any type of adversity, it seems like. Well, yeah, and they, they, they have been very mentally tough, and it's going to have to keep going because, you know, we, we we all don't know there could be more adversity coming. And, I mean, all we can do is go out there and, and, and give our best for the guys that we have, next man up mentality. Guys got to be ready to play. And, you know, we can't take this for granted because for, for all the stuff we can complain about, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are many people in the world who love to be in our shoes and take our problems instead of the ones they have. So, I mean, it, it's really that, – that's how I that's how I look at things. You know, I've been through a lot, too. Game was almost taken from me, and you know what? People still would have loved to be in my shoes instead of theirs. So, can't take it for granted. Yeah, and I'll ask a follow-up question. One of the things I've always respected the most about Josh is, for example, this summer. I mean, everything outside the building was burning down – media all the coverage of the program but josh has always been able to just stay even kill even in the hardest of times and and i sense that from you just a little time that i've got to know you that i mean you 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 had quite the adversity during your playing career where everything was taken from you just like Deshaun, everybody remembers his final four game against duke so Mm -hmm. as a staff do you kind of do you guys all kind of use those experiences and also kind of think hey man at some point we are going to catch a break because I mean, I've never seen a program that literally it's bad luck after bad luck after bad luck. It's like at some point it's got to, it's got to even out a little bit. And, and maybe it's when we actually start playing basketball is the bounces start going your way and 
Does that adversity help you once we get into league play, you think, and, and down the road? Yeah, I mean, we, we can use it. We can we can for yeah. sure use it because, listen, nobody's – we can play all we want. Nobody cares. We got mm-hmm. to go out here and, and try to win games. And you know what? We go out here and win some games, it'll be a hell of a story. You know, they might be doing 30 for 30 on us, you know. You, yeah. You, you, you never know. So we can we can try to use it for good because, you know, keep like putting our head down or being sad about it every day isn't going to help anybody. And the Ryan and Russia will be happy to produce that 30 for 30. We'll do it free <laughs> of charge. It'll be our pleasure. <laughs> Trust us. Damar, we thank you so much. Obviously, the season's right around the corner and you're a busy man, so we'll let you get back to your day. Just want to end on one final question. If you had a message for this fan base about the team this year, and you wanted the fans to know one thing. What what do you want to tell them? What do you want this fan base to know? These guys are going to go out here and, and play their bust off for them every night. I mean, regardless of of, of who who we have, who's on the court. You know, we we all we talked about the adversity, but we got to go out there and play every night. And them guys are going to go out there and give their all for you guys every night. Love it. Love it. Hey, uh, Demar, real quick, a light light note. Who wins? Uh, I asked Alex this as well the other day, Ruoff. Uh, staff or or uh, the players, if you guys lace them up with the starting five of Jordan McCabe, Deshaun Butler, Alex Ruoff, Demar Johnson, and Josh Eilert. <laughs> well, well, we've we've beat them. This yeah. We've it's, at four K, baby. <laughs> no, full court. Oh, yeah, uh, five or five. We we beat them. Now I, I'm not sure if they had Jesse out there. Maybe if if you take Jesse off the floor. Then we 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 beat them. I think if they have Jesse, it's a little tougher for us. Yeah, but we 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 beat up on them all summer. To be honest, that's awesome. Yeah. It makes him stronger. Hey, you know, Josh, he wants to play in the half court, so he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't know, want to I get know. up and down. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Josh, Josh is the one we got to worry about. He. Tamar, <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Good luck this season, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a good day. Appreciate you guys having me anytime. Thanks, Thank Samar. Go Mountaineers.